Hey, everybody, it is your favorite girl, MJ, and I am back to talk about some more escapades. And today, I want to talk about me and my time working for a nonprofit. So, okay, as the story goes and the history of my life and my work span and my work career, I've done several different things. And in this particular position, which this wasn't the original position I was actually hired for. Um, for this entity that I worked for, I was actually hired to um, utilize my, I guess, my background and my actual business degree. So basically, I was hired originally to help start, help small companies or smart businesses be housed in an incubator for the first two years, and then they could actually go out and then, you know, create or whatever it is that they wanted to do. But I was going to help them through the process of getting their foundation laid and housing them and all those good things. That's what I was actually hired to do for this particular position. Well, my first day of work, when I got there, They were like, oh, guess what? We're nonprofit, and that grant has gone away, and so now we're going to switch you over here. And guess what you'll be doing? You're going to learn how to build houses. What? Build houses? I know nothing about birthing no babies or building no houses. And so I'm like, I didn't quit my job, my other job. I thought I was going to actually utilize my degree because that's something I was passionate about, about helping people start businesses. And now you're telling me I'm going to be helping people build homes and all this good stuff. And they were like, yeah. So long story short, they had a program and basically they built houses for first time home buyers. And it was a redevelopment project. So a certain part of um, Dallas, we uh, would actually redevelop the land where they actually would have torn down some homes or the houses actually were torn down. We took over the land, paid the taxes and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, put in first time home buyers, which was a great program. But again, I'm a fish out of, you know, water or in some new water that I didn't know I was getting into or whatever the saying is. And I'm like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? They were like, oh, you're going to help them with their credit. So it's not so far away from my actual business degree, kind of, sort of. I said, okay, so how am I helping people with their credit? Because at this time, I probably needed some help with my own dog on credit. But anyway, so they were like, oh, you're going to be the 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 manager And what you do is when the people come in, they're going to go through a program, our program that that we've cultivated for them. And um, we're going to teach them about home ownership and all these good things. And um, you're going to walk them through their process, do the classroom, work with them, um, make sure that they've got everything straightened out on their credit report and write the letters to clear their credit up and just whatever you need to do to get them ready to become a homeowner. Okay. I'm up for the challenge, and I've already quit my job, so what am I going to do? Say no at this point. So I was like, okay, I'm riding the wave. So there we go. All right. So I'm in the swing of it. I'm probably about a year in. Life is good. I like my job. I'm learning stuff. I'm hearing about how to build a home and learning about slabs and taxes and uh, 
working with the architect because I got so involved with it. You know, I'm helping them pick out the elevations for the house and we pick out what's going in the house and the two by fours and the this and the that. So I'm like, I'm a housing guru. I'm cooking with gas. Okay. So like I said, it's a nonprofit organization and we're doing really good work. Doing really good work so well that the there was a community award that they wanted to give our organization. So, okay. All right. So my boss, my, my housing director comes to me and he was like, well, do you want to go with me so we can accept the award on behalf of the organization and you can get all dressed up and all dolled up and, you know, fix your hair and put your lips on or whatever you're going to do? And I said, sure. I'm always down for a good party. Why not? Okay. Had a ball gown hanging up in the closet because I had to go to another gala, I think, for something else prior to. That's when I was single and really cute and fine. So I was just, you know, doing stuff and going to parties and going to galas and, you know, just kind of being out there on the scene. So anyway, here we go. So he and I meet at work. We get in his automobile and we're headed out getting ready to go to the facility, go to the place. As we're driving, we're just chit-chatting in the car, having a good time, listening to music. And next thing I know, he starts getting all clammy and nervous. So I'm like, what's wrong with you? And so he started kind of like muttering to himself, and he's like, oh, I think they're going to pull me over. And I'm, I turn around like, who? He was like, it's a, it's a cop behind me. So I'm like, well, did you run a light? What did you, what, what's the problem? So he's just like, you know, by this time he's stroking his head and just holding on to the steering wheel real tight. And next thing I know, lights flashing. Okay. So I'm like, well, what did you do? He was like, just be quiet. I'm like, okay. So police officer comes around, knocks on the window, asks for his license. And I'm steady asking my you know, my boss, what did you do? Did you run a light? I don't recall you running a light. He was just like, just chill out. I'm like, I'm chill, but I'm trying to figure out what's happening. So he's just like, you know, acting really shifty and shady and just twirling around and, you know, looking like something's getting ready to go down to my boss. So I'm like, okay. I'm thinking, okay, maybe he had a warrant, not a warrant out. I was thinking maybe he had a ticket that he didn't pay a ticket or something. Who knows, you know? I'm not thinking that we're going to end up where we actually end up. So the cop comes on the side and he tells him, step out of the car. So by that time, I'm like, step out of the car for what? What did he do? So I'm leaning over in my big poofy dress. And they're like, man, we're not talking to you. You just stay in the car. So they take him to the back. And then next thing I know, they're putting handcuffs on him. So I jump out. So they're like, man, we told you to stay in the car. I said, I understand that. But what did he do? He didn't do anything. So I'm asking him, did you have an outstanding ticket? Is it a warrant out for your arrest? What is going on? He's telling me, just get back in the car. I'm like, okay, but I need to know what to do. I don't, I've never been in the car with anybody that has actually went to jail. So what do I do? So the other, it was a partner with the cop. So his officer, the other officer asked me, he said, do you have a driver's license? I said, yes. He has to see it. He said, okay. He said, we're not going to impound the car, but we need you to take the car. I'm like, okay, well, do I need to follow you all to the police station? So I'm asking my boss, hey, your wallet's in the car. 
do you want me to follow you so I can bail you out? What are we doing? He's like, no, I'll be fine. Go back to the office. This is on a Friday night, by the way. So I'm like, are you sure? So he's like, yes, I'm sure. I'll see you on Monday. Don't worry about it. It's just a, mis- it's just a, all mis- a big misunderstanding. I said, okay. So I see them pull off, you know, drive off with him with the lights on and he in the back seat looking like a big old criminal. And by this time, I was kind of calm, but then I started freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, he's been arrested. How am I going to tell this story? What am I going to say? How are we going to... You know, I'm just going through all these different things in my mind. I get back. I'm nervous, Nelly. I get back to the office, park his car, jump in my car. And I'm, you know, just replaying the whole situation. Like, okay, well, okay, things will work out. And I hope to see him on Monday. So Monday comes. I pull up. His car is outside, but it's parked in the same spot, which made me think, did he get out? Is he here? Or what? So I rush up the stairs, get in the building. I walk in. Everybody's at work. I go around the corner to go look in his office. He's not there. So I'm like, oh, crap. So I sit down at my desk. I'm in a little cubie. I got a cubicle. So I'm in the open with everybody else. And my co-worker behind me was like, well, how was the gala? How was the, how was the thing? Did you get the award? How did it go? You know, asking me all these kind of questions. And I'm just sitting up there like, uh, it's all right. Okay. So he was like, well, well, tell me how it was. How was the food? How was this? How was that? Asking me a bunch of questions. And I can't turn around and say, well, you know, such, such got arrested and, and this is what happened. So I'm like, I'm busy. I don't have, I don't have time to talk. I'll talk to you about it later. So I'm like sitting at my desk with my head down. Okay. I am like sweating bullets, nervous. I don't want nobody asking me no questions. I'm just like, oh Lord. So every time somebody gets off the elevator and comes into our area, I'm thinking it's going to be my boss. Not the case. So probably by that afternoon, the big boss was over all of us, calls me in. She's like, close the door. So I was like, okay. So I closed the door. She said, well, how did it go Friday night? I said, it went. So she was like, well, where's the award? Because my understanding is that you never showed up to pick it up. So by this time, I'm standing there looking really crazy. Like, uh, but I'm still going along with this. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just, I'm just standing there. I'm like, you know, I plead the fifth at this point. So she was like, I know what happened. And so I said, oh, you do? Well, fill me in. What happened? So she said, I got a phone call, and I found out that he was arrested. I said, okay. I said, and I thought he would be back today. She says, well, I don't think he's coming back for a while. I said, okay. She said, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. I can't really talk about it. So I need you basically go back to your desk, keep your mouth closed. Okay. Well, I get back to my desk. She leaves. I look on our calendar. There is an important meeting that I have to go down. Well, that he was supposed to attend at City Hall. 
and we couldn't miss it because it was in it, it was involved in a deadline and permits and all that kind of stuff. So somebody had to be a representative and I knew what to do. So but I needed some information. So I said, OK, I'm going to take one for the team. Let me just keep the ball going until we figure out what's going 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 on. I go into his office. I get on the computer. And I'm looking for the stuff that I need, the information I need to pull down. Well, by this time, my boss, the big boss, comes back, and she sees me sitting in his office on his computer, and she flips completely out. She's like, get off his computer right now. What are you doing? And I'm like, I've got to get this information because I got to go to, go to, I have to go down to City Hall. I have to, you know, we have a meeting that was still on the books. I need this information. He, it's only on his, his computer. It's not going to take me man, I'm about to print it off, whatever. She was like, what else have you done on this computer? And I'm standing there looking at her crazy, like, Work-related stuff. What are you talking? What, what, is, what is going on? She was like, get out of here right now. I'm like, but why? I need to go to the meeting. She was like, don't worry about the meeting. I'm going to need you to go back to your desk. Did you do anything else to this computer? I'm like, no, I didn't do anything. Calm down. But okay. So I go back to my desk. Probably maybe within the last next 30, 45 minutes, I see people getting off the elevator, blue coats on. Okay. It's like a scene off of television. And if you know what I mean by the boys in the blue coats, you know what I mean by the boys in the blue coats. They're coming in there and they go straight down the hallway to his office and they're taking everything out of the office. Computer. Laptop, everything, whatever they can get their hands on. So by this time, my crazy co-worker behind me is like, what really happened on Friday night and what is going on? And I mean, I'm sitting there looking like I had just swallowed a whole turkey, not even a bird, but the whole turkey, because I'm just so full. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So they're carrying stuff out. They're coming around asking everybody questions and stuff. And we're all like, uh, 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 you know, our boss was like, don't say nothing. Just nobody knows anything. Just, you know, just trying to shuffle them on out. Okay. So there's that. So everybody's in the office looking at me because they all know that I was with him last. And then they're putting two and two together. And they're like, okay, his car is outside. He's not here. They then came in here. The boys in the blue coat took out the computer. What is really going on? So then our big boss had to basically say, you know, have us all come together. And she was like, well, there was an incident. Some things that we're still not at liberty that we can't discuss or say. But basically, he won't be back for a while. And that's basically all I can say right now. And that was that. Okay. We go home. The next day, I come back to work, and because it's a nonprofit organization, we're governed by a board. So there was a board meeting that morning. They were behind closed doors, invited me into the board meeting. Now, I didn't know all this was going on, and I'm starting fairly new in my career. So I go in here. It's like I'm on the hot seat. Everybody's asking me a bunch of questions that I can't really answer. All I can tell them is we were driving. He got handcuffed. That was it. Case closed. So I tell them my story. 
And then they say, okay, well, how would you like a promotion? I'm sitting there like, wait, what? They were like, well, you're going to be the new housing director because guess what? We ain't got nobody else. So it's go time. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, again, I don't know nothing about birthing no babies and I don't know nothing about building some houses. I kind of know a little bit of something about building some houses, but I didn't know that I'm ready to be the housing director. Oh, okay. Okay. So then I thought about it. I was like, I don't know. But then I was like, well, if I've come this far at, at this point and I didn't know anything about helping people establish their credit and do the things that, that, that I was able to do successfully, I said, well, why not? I'm up for the challenge. And then I was like, okay, how much y'all going to pay me? So that kind of, you know, you got to pay me for my troubles and pay me for my silence. If you know what I mean? So, you know. So, yes. And so actually, because I'm sure everybody wants to really know, what did he do? Did he ever get out? Did he kill somebody? What happened? And so it's not really a fun story, to be honest with you, because also, um, like I said, we were nonprofit. And so we did a lot of things for the community. And one of the things that we had included on our property was an actual child daycare. So put a pin in that part. So basically what happened was I found out a little later that he had been doing some things that he shouldn't have been doing. And it involved child pornography. And that's basically why they had to come in and confiscate the computer. And I guess he had had some issues prior to. And for whatever reason, I guess they hired him knowing his background, which I think is real shady, but okay. And with that being said, he definitely could not continue to work there because he was going to be gone for a very long time. And especially the fact that we had a child daycare on a property. So that's just kind of where we were with that. So that was kind of an eye opener for me in my early career working for a nonprofit. But I think I did pretty good because I ended up staying on that job for about five years. We got all types of community awards. I can tell you the difference from a one by four, from a two by four. I know how to pour concrete now. I know all about how to build houses. So that was a good skill that I needed to develop, you know, later on down, you know, for me when I got ready to build, you know, build my house and do all those kinds of things. So that was just one little thing to kind of just say, hey, you never know. And in order for you to find out if you're going to be actually any good at it, you got to jump off the diving board and you got to take a chance. And like I said, I started off supposedly hired to do one thing. I jumped into something else that I had no clue about. And then this just totally fell in my lap. And I actually did pretty good. I did it for five years. I enjoyed it until they got crazy on the back end. And that's another story for another day. So I'm your girl, MJ. And I'll talk to you later. You can reach me on Instagram and put a pin in at 72. And until next time, talk to you later.